Last time on Dicebox Bunker 51B. That's how he keeps driving. Your house is pink. You seem tired, honey. Why don't you go upstairs? A person just kind of appears in the road. You slam into a into a street light, and then you remember pulling up to your house. You killed me, Brad. And Brad's like, what the fuck? Yeah, uh, Klimbo's there. When you when you leave the house, he's sitting on the, standing there on the sidewalk. Every two blocks, he's gonna put up one of those Klimbo posters. Um, you find yourself in a series of maintenance tunnels. Well, that's a funny way to come come here. You're a bit early, Brad. Um, I think I'm gonna file a few complaints, Brad. I think that's a good idea. Never, ever, do that again. We're going to do a one word each. Yeah. Hello. And welcome to Dice Box. I'm Ethan Clark. (laughs) Stainton. Anderson. Riley. Is here too. Today, we are going to. That was two words. You're cheating. (laughs) You're you're cheating. You're a dirty cheater. Oh my God. I'm a dirty cheater. (laughs) How could you do that? Welcome to the Dicebox Bunker. I'm Riley. Bit ruined. I'm staying. No, we're going to confuse people. They don't know us that well. All right. Welcome to Dicebox Bunker. I'm Ethan. (laughs) No, no, you're not Ethan. I'm Ethan. All right. Welcome to Dicebox Bunker. I'm (laughs) Kaziah. She's not even in the season. <laughs> I'm Stinkton. Oh, boy. I'm Ethan. And I'm Riley. And we're here to give you a fun little story in our little bunker of dice. Uh, so, I think last time when we left off, we were doing some alien shenanigans. Y'all were heading back to Area 51B to pick up a letter. Uh, A.A. Ron was heading there also for a different reason. You're... And what was that? That was ah, so loud. And what, was, <laughs> I, I, what was that reason? It's been a hot minute. Um, he got a, a card oh, from the people again. Oh, a card from the people? That's so wild. That's wacky. Do you guys want to tell me your characters and a fun fact about each? Yes, I do. Uh, so... Ethan, you can go ahead. Okay. Okay. Sometimes uh, every so time. <laughs> my character is Brad Garfunkus Chadler. Uh, he is he is the tailor and the fashion designer. You already know him, and you probably already love him. His greatest fear... Probably already dropped us a comment about why he's a problematic character. <laughs> he is. That's the, po- it's the, that's the point. It's, you don't understand. So his character, uh, his biggest fear is that he is afraid of judgment from other people. He does not. He does. He does not like to be judged. Specifically, when it comes to his manliness, when people judge his actions and are like, "Pink, that's a that's a girl color," it brings back bad memories. He does not like that. So he doesn't like to be uh, judged. He doesn't like. He it's his fear. He fears that people will judge him for his actions and his masculinity. Yes. Nice. That's a good fear. Do we like that sometimes? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the disrespect. Anyways. Get to five. All right, I'm... welcome to Dicebox Bunker. We have two players now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Riley, the respectful one of the group, and uh, I'm kind of the cool one. Uh, it's no big deal. You can tell all your friends about me. Um, I'm playing Aaron Morales, a little nerdy kid. Who likes marble? Um, not the not the type like, of cheese. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say gonna the say type marble. of stone. You say the type of marble. <laughs> Probably a normal <laughs> marble response. cheese, marble stone, and marble marbles. Um, I also decided to go with a we went we went with a thematic fear for these for these characters. So, uh, my character fact for this week is. Uh, Aaron's biggest fear is uh, losing his sense of family and not having somebody he can call his family. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm Staten, and I'm the GM, so I'm your omnipotent god. And... He's looking quite sexy today. As always. Nothing new there. You're just trying to... You're just trying to... You're trying to win some favor. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and uh, Linus's biggest fear is that people will notice that he actually has a stain on his shirt. <laughs> oh my god, so sad. The actually biggest fear. <laughs> like, if people notice, he will crumple up and start crying. No, he'll still be okay. He, he, he's, he's a fearless being. <laughs> Alright, so, you guys are all on your way to Area 51B. Who wants to uh, have their little scene first? Riley, you can go first. Alright, all right. Uh, how were you getting there? You left your coffee shop and you... Uh... I think I went back to get my bike. Okay, excellent. So, yeah, you, you arrive at your home. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody there when I arrive? Yeah, so you you I imagine he's the type to knock on the door and ask to come in, right? Even in his own house, or is that am I? No, he he just he has a key. He opens well, okay. the door. Oh, I just picture him being like, knock knock. Can I come in, mom? Um, okay, you yeah, you enter the house and uh, there's nobody here. Uh, hello, hello. And he walks over and gets his stuff. Okay. I want you to roll investigate a mystery. Ah, gonna re-roll that. Gonna re-roll it again. <laughs> Sneak eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's two ones. So. Okay, you yeah. feel like a really uh, awful chill go down your spine, and the smell of burnt beef. Ah, uh, Klimbo. Ah, uh, Klimbo, Cl- are you are you around here? And you see the door of the bathroom down the hall slowly um, groans open. And you see, quote-unquote, Klimbo walk out of the bathroom. And he's like slowly like, bloop, bump, bloop, like kind of like slowly lumbering out into the hall. Uh, and he, like, if he doesn't have uh, human biology, but like, if he was a human, you would describe it as a drunken walk, almost. Okay. Uh, hmm. I, I, I slowly, slowly approach Klimbo and, and I'm like, Klimbo, it, 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 what, what happened to you? Are, are you okay? He doesn't respond. He just kind of stares at you. Um, <clears throat> and you can't at all get a read on him the way that you normally can. Normally you can pretty much either guess or intuit what he's saying or or feeling um you're getting absolutely nothing from this thing come on buddy give me give me some sort of smell uh like bubble gum or i don't know whatever you do with your your body and I, he picks it up and he's like it's like klimbo are you are you alive and, okay when you put your hands on him mm-hmm. and you lift him into the air he, he this is this this is not klimbo this does not feel like Klimbo. This is not what he feels like. And when you grab him, it's almost like uh, if you were playing like a VR game and the hitbox is totally wrong. Uh, like the model is too small for the actual thing itself. Because when you grab him, your hands don't make contact with his actual body. It's touching like an invisible thing. It's like, yeah, it's like he's got like an invisible invisible wall. Mm-hmm. Um and you you try to like pick him up, but he's he's weirdly heavy. And I let go, and I kind of like stumble backwards, and I I think I slowly make my way into the kitchen. He uh, the the Klimbo thing slowly makes its way into the kitchen too, and you hear a voice in your head that says, "Am I real? Uh, uh, what? What? Who is that? Am I?" present am i here can you touch me can you see me yeah yes question mark you can i can hear you can you see me i'm not sure what that might mean and the the klimbo thing kind of like is is now uh, not sitting standing on the table like the dining room table looking at you and the voice in your head is like look at me aaron Am I here? Have I made it? Am I real? I guess so. I am. I can see you. If you are the fake Klimbo. Ha! Ha ha! Thank you, Aaron. Uh, for what What did I... The dream? What did, did I bring you in from the dream? You've given me everything I could ask 
for Aaron and the Klimbo on your table. <coughs> um, kind of implodes on himself. He 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 shrinks down and crumples with some very unsettling noises uh, into a little singularity and vanishes. And I believe, Aaron, you've kind of become a bit attuned to alien stuff at this point. You you can feel yourself getting a headache. And you've had this same headache before. And now that you're a little bit more attuned um, with alien stuff, you can parse a little bit about what it means, what it could mean, uh, and where it's coming from. If you want to, from now on, every time you get a headache, um, I will give you the option, if you want, to roll to investigate a mystery and ask me any question you want, um, if it's a good enough roll. Mm -hmm. I don't have to necessarily answer it. Mm -hmm. um, that's something I'm giving to you. If you can ask a question that I actually have an answer for, I'll give you the answer. Um, but if not, I'll just say, nope. So, if you want to exercise that right now... Yes. Why don't you go ahead and... Uh... Alright, yeah, so roll to investigate a headache. Woo! Plus one is ten. Yeah, I will give you. Hell yeah. Um, by the laws, the, by the rules, I'm supposed to give you three. I'm going to give you two because this is kind of a, a, a powerful version because yeah. you can ask any question. Yeah. So I'll give you two questions, and if they have an answer, you will get that answer. Okay. Um, what is this thing actually? Oh, <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah. Aaron, your house turned pink a little while ago. Yep. When you get this headache, you start to look around for, for, for what the hell this thing is, this thing that tried to impersonate Klimbo, and you look at your walls of your house. They've, they're pink too. The whole house has been painted pink. And for a second, you notice the wall of your kitchen almost looks like it's beating with a heartbeat. Is it? Is my house an alien? An eyeball appears. It pops out uh, right underneath like a, a, a light switch. What the fuck? <laughs> it starts shifting down the wall and you can see the entirety of the wall. The, it's covered in like a, a couple millimeters of like flesh. Uh, this uh. is some dark descent shit. <laughs> And it's moving around, and you might also you might say that the flesh is rotating around the room, <laughs> and you can see you know little little organelles here and there, an eyeball there, uh, some kind of uh, a breathing hole there, maybe an ear, but they're all moving around your room as if uh, you've taken a, a human anatomy, flipped it inside out, and flattened it and smeared it across the ceiling and the walls and the floor. But the entirety of your house is covered in an inch of alien. Ugh. Um. Uh. I, I think Aaron just throws up in the sink. <laughs> okay. You throw up in the sink, and the sink eats it. <laughs> the sink starts to eat it, and an arm kind of starts forming on the ceiling above you. So... Don't hurt me, don't hurt me, don't hurt me. And it, uh, is weird with tentacly fingers and too many elbows and impossible, like, anatomies starts reaching down trying to grab you. Um, okay. My next question. Yes. Of the two investigation is, uh, does this thing inherently have any weaknesses that I can tell? Like, like, is it just the room? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, well, I'll, I'll interpret that a little bit. I can tell you the extent of this thing. Yeah. A weak spot of it. Um, or your best bet for getting out of here. All of those is a bit too much knowledge about aliens. So oh. any of those answers will increase your timer and put you at risk. I will also add... You're pretty much as far gone by this point as you can be, so whether or not that's going to add a lot of risk in the grand scheme of things <laughs> is questionable, but it will add to your, your endgame timer, and uh, 
you will have a, a bad time if you learn any of these. Please, for Brad. For Brad's sake. Fuck it. For Brad's sake! <laughs> no. Which one do you want? Which one no. do you want? You think about Brad! Which one do you want? I want... I want to know... I want to know, like, what, like, yeah, to what extent this thing is it uh, in the house and, like, what it does. Okay. Aaron, you do not like this answer. With your almost psionic connection now with the alien, you, you think back to a couple of your, you know, lucid memories that you've had in the last... Lucid memories that you've had in the last couple of weeks, and... You come to a realization a lot more of your time has been erased from you than you expected because this thing does not just cover your house or your property. You can almost remember seeing these eyeballs and these um, biologies across the entire town. And so you come to the realization this thing exists on the whole town. Oh my god. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Um. And now the end game timer is at 7 at the end of today, uh, today's session. If all nothing else happens, it'll be at 8. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Aaron gets the fuck out. Good, okay, yeah, why don't you roll to act under pressure, as yeah. this thing is reaching down to gravity. I thought we'd be at eight, or nine now. Uh, no. No, okay, good. This, if nothing else happened, this would have been at <laughs> seven. Okay. So this is the eight. I, uh, got a six. I'm gonna use a luck. Okay, that's well, a good yeah. idea. No, I, I don't even roll for that idea. Yeah. No. Alright, yeah, you, you fucking throw open the, the, the glass sliding door into the backyard, and... You grab your bag, and you get the hell out of there. Yeah. Um, where's your bike? Uh, it's parked right in front of the house. All right. I just had to get something. Is it outside of the house? Yes. Yeah, okay. Like you can have your bike then. Why don't you hop on your bike and uh, fucking run for it? Okay. Yeah, I do that. Zoom speed. You zoom, zoom, zoom speed. Uh, a fire hydrant explodes near you, and it, like eyeball an eyeball stalk is like struggling against the uh the torrent of water Ugh. but is trying to watch you as you're as you're leaving uh you notice that there's some kind of tentacle curled around the top of a street light with an eye stalk staring down at you um you notice a, a port um a, a manhole cover has been removed thrown to the other side of the street and a big eyeball is now sitting in in place of it um, you know, you look in windows, and windows have been covered in this kind of, like, inch-thick layer of meat. Uh, you see, um, at the top of, of roofs, because it's 9 o'clock, it's getting a little bit dark, um, the silhouette of eye stalks and arms and moving, shaping mouths and um, random uh, pieces of, of and some kind of strange, impossible organism all shifting and convulsing and moving to stare and watch and spy on you. As you're biking away. But with a luck, you manage to get out of the town, uh, out of the range of this thing. You don't see the eye stalks anymore. Your headache subsides, and you begin on the long black road to 51B. Big boy. Big boy time. It's big boy time. Time for Brad Garfunkus Chadler. Brad Chadler, uh, you're in your Prius. You're, you're cruising down the road with your lady at your side. He's got the suit on. He's got the suit on. He's yeah. Got the Bella Calava. Yeah, so she's next to you. She's like, all right, so uh, pretty sure place is locked up. Uh, so, Brad, uh, hmm, how much you love your car? My car, uh, oh, oh, no, we're going uh, to have to smash the gate. Yeah. What if, wait, what if Linus is there? Oh, Linus is there. He's sleeping in his car. He don't leave. Yeah. I, I could hop the fence and go grab him. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, don't have, don't know, don't got a lady above your car out later today either. That's nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Brad Chadler. Yeah. You get there. Awesome. You arrive at the gate. Um, you get out of the car. 
You walk around a bit, and yep, big heavy padlock is on the... On the, on the thing, okay. Big heavy padlock is on the front of the gate. The two uh, rolling rolling um, gate doors yeah. of the fence. And the fence is like 12 feet tall. Okay. It's an extra tall fence, but it is made of that like uh, like um, diamond shape, like classic oh, fence, you know, just that climbable fence wire. Um, it is climbable, yeah. Okay, well, Brad's gonna climb the fence. I want you to roll for that because I would think it would be funny if you failed. <laughs> That's a. Um, what do you think that would be? You can you can tell me what you think makes sense for that. Act under pressure would make sense, and I'm not picking that because it's the highest one. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Because it would I don't make even sense. know your guys' stats. I don't care about your characters. <laughs> oh, awesome. Five, two, that's a seven, Plus eight, three. nine, ten. ten. All right, yeah, you, you get over there. And you know what? With a ten, you get something else. What else would you like? Maybe you pick something up, or maybe you notice something, or maybe I answer a question of yours. Uh, anything extra that you think you might get? Anything extra? Okay, well, I have a question. What are we getting from Area 51? Okay. Today? Yeah, I think... Um, Without a 10, I don't think that um, Kev would have actually told you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as you're climbing it, um, she's like, Are you, you you good, Brett? You're like, you're, you good up there? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I got it. Uh, just quick. Why Why are we? What are we coming here to get? I can't tell. Oh, I feel. Uh, I you, can, you can tell anything to me. You know, I. I feel bad for not telling you because you're up there. Um. Well, I left it in my in my office. It's a key to a fifty one C. Fifty one C. As he's climbing down the fence now, because he's on the other side. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'll show you in a minute. We'll we'll we'll, we'll be there in a in a minute. But uh, I keep the key uh, locked away. Um. Uh, B- Brad. Um. Shit. Uh. What well, shit's about to get uh, weird, Brad? What do you like? Uh, like you'll see. Like just prepare yourself. Like don't like you're about to have your world kind of shit on real quick here. Uh, uh, I don't want you to like feel bad. Like I mean, literally bad. Like sick to your stomach. Oh, okay, okay. But like it's gonna okay. get weird. Um, go, uh, is, go, go. Yeah, go I'll get, go grab Linus. I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he runs off. Yeah, there's um. What kind of car does Linus drive, guys? I think he would drive a old, like, 1980s shitbox. Okay. <laughs> He's got a Chevrolet. No, I don't know. What um, kind of car do you want him to drive? I think he drives, like, a Tesla Roadster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, okay, like I'll nice go half, halfway between both, and he's in a DeLorean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He walks up to the DeLorean. He he looks, he sees Linus is in there. He's uh, sleeping in the front seat. He knocks on it. I was awake. I was awake. Roll roll down the window. Oh, hey, Brad. Uh, Can you you open the gate? Me and a... How'd you get his gate closed? Yeah, I I climbed over the fence. You can't do that, No, we're we're here to grab something. It's very important. Office stuff. Uh, it's the place is closed. Nobody's allowed. Ah, but off, off. Like on. no staff. Oh, come on, oh, come on. I gotta grab some office stuff, Mink. <sighs> come on. Watched a game last night. I did. Nice. Uh, I thought, you know, I just thought you were gonna like uh, come over for it, you know. Oh, I'm, I'm like sorry. we, like we made a plan. You're right. No, things have been kind of weird lately. I mean, it's okay. I want you to roll to persuade someone. Okay. Get that sound in there. You know, For the viewers. Nice ASMR. Don't do that. Never mind. Nope. Nope. Bad. You're a bad person. Six. A six plus nothing. Uh, just a six? Just a six, yeah. I mean, Brad, like, I mean, we're good friends, but, like, place is closed and now. Uh, maybe if you came for game night, that would be real great. But uh, once again, Brad, you canceled. It didn't come... I, will, I had make, to eat all these chicken wings. I'll make myself. a deal with you. I will, we were going to uh, play Monster of the Week, and we were going to play it, Monster of the Week, and you didn't show up, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, wow, this is hitting close to home. Ethan um, has a reputation for canceling at the last moment or forgetting about it. Also has a reputation for making steaks at two in the morning. <laughs> steaks are fucking good, man. <laughs> Sometimes I get hungry. I'm like, I weigh 120 pounds. Sometimes my body's just like, you've been starving for a month. It's hunger time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, anyway, tell me about this deal you're going to make to Lionel. So, Linus, listen. How about I will come to the next game night and I will bring not just one but two packs of beer on me. Okay, uh, roll, uh, roll, roll to persuade someone or manipulate someone and uh, add another add another d6 to it. Drop, <laughs> drop the lowest one. I'm gonna roll. It's fucking one. hard to get out of the thing. Yeah. Oh, the. Well, <laughs> there goes that one. Oh, this feels chunky. This feels good. Three? You like three to six? All right, what are your two highest numbers? We got a nine. A nine. He'll do it. I'm going to do this one by the books. He'll do it if you can prove to him that you mean it. And so I'm going to interpret that as him saying, well, whatever you need to get, uh, let me, like, I'm going to come with you and if, and if, and if you are just getting some, like, tinsel again or, like, yarn or some needles or some shit, I'm, like, I'm going to be quite upset, Brad. I will be honest. It I'm is gonna, not needles like, or tents. Okay, well, uh, yeah, come on, doors. It's unlocked. All right. I'll go get the car. Oh, he right the gate. Oh, yeah, the I'll gate. The gate. He, so. like, he, uh, he walks out of his, he gets out of his DeLorean, walks up to the gate. Then he scratches his head for a bit. Because the padlock's on the outside. <laughs> wait, wait. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. How'd you lock the gate from the... Uh... Did you climb the fence? Have you, <laughs> have you been doing that routine? That... Yeah, but I didn't climb the fence. Uh, oh, this is weird. Um, hmm. I can climb the fence and unlock it. Yeah, take this key. So he takes the key. Equip noise. He has the key. Uh, that's supposed to be a, uh, that, that noise. <laughs> Uh, can you you can also just throw it over the fence. I was going to say hand it to Kavena. Yeah. <laughs> Standing there. That's uh, what he does. He hands over the key. She goes, and the thing's unlocked. And uh, Linus slides the big heavy thing. All right, I'm coming in with you to see what you got. Kavena's like, uh, uh, no, uh, you, sorry, Linus. Like, real big thanks. He Brad goes back to his car and starts it up starts to pull him, like, <laughs> So he doesn't have to be part of this conversation. I'm, I'm sorry, Linus. You, you can't see this stuff. I'm I'm real sorry, Linus. Like, well, that's kind of funny because Brad said that if I let him in, I could go with him, and he'd bring me some beer. Brad, Brad, did you bribe the security guard? He wouldn't let me in. I said I'd get him two packs of beers if he let us through. Are you gonna do that? Yes. Brad, I can't. He lives close to my house. I I had to give him. He wouldn't let us in. We had to get in. The door was locked. All right, All right Brad. Uh, we'll talk about that later, Brad. Uh, thanks, Linus. You're a gem. She gives him a little smooch on the cheek. And he turns rosy. No. Like, Brad gets out of the car and walks up. All right. Marcus on the cheek. <laughs> Brad says. In his head. So you guys um, open up the big heavy metal door to Area 51B. Throw it wide and feel those like. You know, you know, when you walked in for the first time, those bright, bright lights, they're all off. The place has no power right now. Ooh. Take a step in. And Aaron, how's your uh, bike ride going? Um, He is so unbelievably terrified. He's freaking out. He's sweating. He's shaking on the bike. How fast is he driving? He's going like at least 200 kilometers an hour. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy shit! For Americans, that's a little fast. That's like <laughs> two eighty. <laughs> uh, no, in miles it would be oh, like one sixty. Miles is one. It's one sixty. Yeah. It's the other way around. Stupid yeah. system. Stupid, Stupid system. Anyways, yeah. So he's he's probably going like two ten. Uh, wow, <laughs> that's fast. Oh. Fucking speeding down the road, shaking and shit. It's like, it's like a it's a flat stretch of road. That's impressive. Uh, yeah, you start to generate uh, heat and friction, and your bike starts melting. I don't know. It's a lot of 
It's a lot of speed. No, he's got street tires. Like, they don't melt very easily. Oh, okay. They weren't actually going to melt. It was just a joke. God. Your bike catches on fire. No car can surpass 200. <laughs> or it combusts. <laughs> yeah. It's a, you actually go back in time once you get yeah, to 200. Yeah, the earth starts spinning No, that's way. what happens when you hit 80 miles per hour, actually. It's car. 88, actually. Oh, sorry. Yeah, don't even... Linus would know. Exactly 1976. Linus is actually on Linus first in <laughs> fun fact about Linus, he has never seen nor he- even heard of Back to the Future. But That's he would know that. Anyways. He's my least favorite character now. Yeah. But he loves DeLoreans. <laughs> <laughs> he just likes the car. Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> so you you start to See, uh, I want you to roll the act under pressure. Actually, this is like a lot of athleticism for this kid. Yeah, sure. Uh, four. Yeah, you fall. Three. three. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say you take a harm and fall off your bike at 200 uh, miles uh, per uh-huh. hour. I'd say at least three harms. He'd be no, dead. no. He doesn't fall flat. It's more like a. It's more like he gets a little wibbly wobbly and slows down a bit. He doesn't. Okay. He doesn't. You would. Die instantly. I just had. maybe hit a bump or something. Yeah, you you hit a bump. How about this? A, there's a branch of a Joshua tree that you I smack your smack face my, into. Oh my god, that hurt. And it's like, <laughs> so. yeah. No, they're they're not stiff. They're kind of like flippy floppy, like pine uh, pine. So it's like you get poked in the face with a bunch of pines at 200 kilometers an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your gra- your glasses have a cool scratch on them now. Epic. Um, and you continue down the road, and you uh. uh Arrive at area 51B. The gate is open and um, Brad's car is there. And Linus is standing outside uh, about to go inside. He's like, oh, hey, hey, wrong. Linus, Linus. And he gets off the oh bike my and just God. drops it on the ground. I thought it was a motorcycle. You're going with some fast kiddo. Go, uh, like, there's an alien eyeball. What are you talking? Calm yourself. You know you're not allowed to be here right now. Like you're not allowed to be like at work right now. So shut down for business for a little bit. We're not doing nothing here. Like you got to. Is that him. Brad's car? Yeah. Well, you know nobody's allowed here, but you know Brad's like I keep it close to the heart. You know Brad's and Brad and I we go way back. You know he lived with me and my sister for a little bit. You know Brad and I were kind of like best friends. So like he's allowed to be here. And uh, and your mom's here too. Like that's but like you're not allowed to be here. What? And he starts walking in. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, the door's open. <laughs> Um, Brad and Kavena, you're like walking down and you hear <laughs> Brad turns over. What in the world? He turns around. He's like, Aaron, Brad, what are you, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Kavena? Aaron, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Brad, what are you doing here? Why can't we? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? We're getting the key. Getting the key. Yes. Aaron, what are you doing here? I was... Told to meet someone here. All right, honey. Um, baby, you can't go to government facilities just because someone told you to meet them there. No, you're, you're... it's not like that. Uh, there's aliens. Uh, oh, Brad. What? Brad, I... I did not drug you that time. Uh, cover your ears, <laughs> Mom. <laughs> Aaron, what did you get yourself involved into? How did you find out about that? What? How? Who have you been talking to? These, these Area Fifty One, actual Area Fifty One, not this Area Fifty One. You've been talking to Area Fifty One agents. You did too. Anyways, what do you mean I did too? They told me about aliens, Brad. and then I figured out about aliens, and then I started spraying, Aaron, and then I sprayed him to make sure he was safe, so they didn't spray real aliens. Where'd you get the medics? God, what? They gave it to me. They also took my friend from me, Klimbo. He's a little alien. You wait. You have an alien. I did. did you have it in the house? Aliens yeah, are I... real? Yeah, Brad, your nose, starts, Brad. your nose starts bleeding, Brad. Aliens. I want, I want you to roll anything you want. <laughs> and that's how you cope. Yep, roll whatever you want, I'll Brad. I'll do uh, act under pressure. Okay, makes sense. That's a plus three. Yes. As a four and a five, it's a nine plus three. That, ooh, spicy, spicy, spicy. Twelve. A twelve. Yeah, you get a headache and you punch yourself in the head and it goes away. He just, he's like... And it's gone. He's like, that was, that worked. And the nose, the blood, the blood goes, the blood goes back in his nose. He's like, did anyone just see that? 
Aaron. Love the thought of him being like, let me just try this out. <laughs> Maybe I'll make me bleed less. <laughs> Aaron, I don't know who you've been talking to, but there are no Area 51 agents. Area 51 is one of our hoaxes. No, Area 51 I, doesn't exist? There was no, actual, it doesn't exist. There were actual agents, and they talked to me, and, and they gave me the spray, and they told me to talk. Remember when we went to that, that I don't, place? No, I don't nowhere? remember anything. Remember you you drove me to the shack in the middle of nowhere Aaron, so you didn't know anything about I that? barely remember these past few days. And then we talked to the dude and he said that he escaped from them, but clearly they still know about him. And he told me all about how the more you know about these aliens, the more that they're real. And so the more I tell you right now, the more you know that they're real. And they Aaron, are real. Aaron, they're all over the Aaron, town. Aaron, they're covering Aaron, the walls. Aaron, we Aaron. never talked to anybody. No, Brad, shut the fuck up. We're not alone. And you look into the office room and there is a man standing by the window, silhouetted. You can see the slight orange glow from him lighting a cigarette. <sighs> and they were bald, weren't they, Aaron? Uh, I guess so. They had sunglasses too, didn't they, Aaron? Yeah. Black suits, long tie. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, who are you? The uh, light flips on, and Mr. Stanford is standing in the middle of the office. Aaron, I never got to ask you who sent you to come check me out. Everyone's supposed to either think I'm dead or think nothing of me at all. Aaron, you had an alien in your house, didn't you? Yeah, yeah I did. You called an alien real today, didn't you? Yeah. We're in the end game now, Aaron. Like the Avengers? <laughs> Who, who is this guy? I remember you. I don't remember you. I made you forget. You did. You know how to use a gun? I do. That's good. You're going to have to teach Aaron real quick here. What do you, what do you mean? What's, what's going on? Are we... Someone just told me aliens are real and that Area 51 doesn't exist and that are like... Kavana, get over here. And, uh, your mom walks over. She's like, hey... Hey, hey, Mr. Stanford, how how how's it going? It's been better. It's been it's been better. I think it's happening again, Kavana. You're gonna be part of it this time. And uh, your mom looks very sad and upset. Um, I'm gonna get the key, Mr. Stanford. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea, Kavana. I think that'd be a good idea. The next, I think, couple minutes are very strange for you two. Your headaches both come back. And they're very bad. Oh. Mr. Stanford walks over to you and hands you a pill. It's a little white capsule, the red band around it, uh, you know, around the, the center of it. And he says, So, big shit's been happening in town. Uh, when would you say you came see me, Aaron? Um, like yesterday? The day before, maybe? Yeah. It's all a big mess. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'd like to clear that up for you, Aaron. You came and saw me a week ago. I'd like you to uh, take this. And he hands you a pill, and Braddy hands you a pill. So, um, do you want it easy, or do you want it tough? What color is the pill? This is important. It's white. Oh, it's not red or blue? No. <laughs> Those come later. Uh, Ooh! So, if you want it tough, crack that thing right against your nose and take a big old whiff. If you want a little bit easier, you can crack it, rub it against a sheet of paper, and lick it. You choose what you want. Brad's gonna crack and go. <laughs> I need you to roll fucking everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. just make a shitload of rolls. Okay, so for the first one, let's do charm. Yeah, do charm. For a charm, seven. we got a seven. Okay, so you're doing okay right now. For cool. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We got ten. Okay, so you're doing okay right now. Sharp. This one might be a bit tough. We got a four. Okay, not so good. You're doing okay so far. Tough. <laughs> Eleven. All right, and now weird. The banger. Three. You don't pass out. You've never had a headache worse than this. It, it literally feels like uh, you've someone has taken a balloon and stuck it into your sinuses and is filling it with cement. Ah! 
That's the noise he makes. You remember the last week in perfect detail. I mean, he didn't see a lot of fucky shit, did he? He overheard a lot of fucky shit, he and did. a lot of time has been lost to him. That's true. And now he would give context to that fucky shit, because before he was like, this is some bullshit, and then go back to his... Yeah. You did also see the shadow thing. The, the shadow oh, person. Yeah. Um, what he's just given you is the antidote to mnemonics. And it hurts to remember all of this. And as soon as you start coming to from your uh, absolute horrible sinus pain, um, you start to feel a horrible sinking in your chest. But he took it like a champ, didn't he? He took it uh, as as good as one probably can. Aaron, how do you take your pill? I think after seeing, like, he waits a second, he sees some of that happen. Uh, actually, let's 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 uh, role play this out. Yeah. All right, Brad, here's your pill. He died. <laughs> <sighs> 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 All right, Aaron, he's yours. Um, uh, he's still uh, screaming. He's like, uh, okay. Do you want a piece of paper? Yes, please. <laughs> All right, I'll give that a lick. The same thing happens to you, Aaron. I just want you to roll weird, though. I can technically use charm instead of weird. Does that? Can I do that here? Uh, sure. Reroll that one. All right. I got a eight. Yeah, you're okay. It um feels like you just licked a lot of um like something bitter, like like tonic water, but without the sugar. Okay. <laughs> like you just licked some kind of strange uh, root plant, and it's extremely bitter. Mm. Like you had like four lemons. Ugh. Yeah. I sure did what he did. <laughs> Why'd you even give me the first option? It's faster. Uh, and you, you don't remember much, but you can feel, like, the last day fading back into place. And then the day before that kind of coming a little bit clearer. But it's not instant like it was for Brad. Uh, and you're realizing, too, how much time has been stolen from you. Because the little flesh beast has been spraying uh, amnestics in your face, like, every couple minutes. Ugh. Ugh. All right, you two. Gigs up. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I gotta go for a pump at some point. I don't know what that means. I don't want to. No, you don't. Uh, Kevinna, office. Uh, get the key. Uh, should I? So shit's hitting the fan. I'm gonna need to fill you in. Aaron, you fucked up. I'm gonna say that straight. And honestly, Aaron, I don't trust you anymore. I was going to give you a gun. I'm not going to give you one. Oh, okay. Uh, Aaron, you, you uh, let it into your house? I guess so. Yeah. All right. Is that what smashed the plant? What? You remember the pot? The potted plant and the footprints? You smashed someone's pot? That's uh, fucked up. I think the alien did. There was a, we had a pot and it's... it's you have an alien that smokes over. pot? Maybe. Yeah, his name's Clembo. <laughs> so I need you to fill me in. And what what the hell's going on? I'll tell you in a second. Uh, Aaron, you, you've done the thing I told you not to. You treated it like it was real, and you treated it like you could touch it, and you treated it like it was a threat. They're here now. If you walk outside right now, you look on up, there ain't no clouds, but there ain't no sun. There's shit out there right now, uh, and it's worse than when I had it. So... I don't know how the next day or so is going to go, but y'all going to need to get downstairs like ASAP. You're going to want to stick close to your mom. Uh, Mr. Chadler, I'm yeah. come come over here with me. I'll fill you in. You he gotcha. enters the bathroom. So he follows him into the bathroom. He's still rubbing his head. He knows he does have still have the key to his his uh, his special drawer. His special drawer. His special drawer. Um he fills you in. I'm not going to go through all that because... Brad's <laughs> yeah. jaw drops. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and as you learn more, you get that headache again, but it's almost like it's 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 done. You can't have more of a headache. You've learned the learn. He's like, oh my god. So you're telling me, if I see these things as little bitch babies, they're little bitch babies, if I'm understanding correctly? Uh, no, they're, they're more like uh, incomprehensible tentacle beasts. But if I think they can't hurt me, they can't hurt me. 
Uh, Mr. Chadler, we're beyond that. They can hurt you, whether you like it or not. Shit. I, I saw on the way here, Buddy Boo in a, in a fancy-ass bougie suit uh, trying to beat one away. He's crawling up on all his leg. And then that was that. He treated one like it was there. And then it was. Your friend Aaron did the same thing. I'm seeing it more and more. And uh, they can see us now. They can see where we are. They got no reason to stay up there. And I think by the end of today, we're going to have a very uh, transformative experience together. So uh, I think Kavana's probably got that key now. Is there anything you want to take with you? Absolutely. All right. Go All grab right. whatever you want and uh, meet me back here in like 15. So he takes a little walk over to his, his, his tailoring desk. Okay. First thing he takes is his phone. Okay. On his phone, he has the contacts for the Taylor's Union. Okay. The Taylor's United. So yeah, the Taylor's Union, um, which he knows many contacts. People who might be able to help him out. He doesn't know how they could help him out, but there's a lot of manpower over there. A lot of people across the globe were part of Taylor's United. <laughs> he takes the key out of his pocket. He opens the drawer. It's the fourth drawer down on his desk. And inside is a box of cartridges. And a pump action shotgun, oh. which he begins to load. It has a band. It has like bandolier strap. Bandolier oh, he's got the crisscross Rambo ammo packs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he's <laughs> just got the the one. Oh, just the one. We'll get another one later. Don't worry. So then he takes the shotgun. He puts it over his shoulder with the strap. Mm-hmm. And he puts the bandolier on. And he starts walking with it. He feels very cool right now, but he's also very scared. Uh, does he have the safety on? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Is he a responsible gun owner? He is a responsible gun yeah, owner. Yeah, he keeps yeah. his gun at his workplace. That's responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. True American. You can now uh, keep on your sheet. You have a shotgun. Tell me about the stats of that shotgun. Unnecessary. <laughs> this shotgun is three harm, close, and messy. Three, three harm. That's fucking bust. Okay. Uh, it is a shotgun, but it's close range. Okay. Uh, Kavena comes out of uh, out of her office with. Oh, she's not gonna be happy. Kavena walks out of her office with a key card, um, on like one of those little um, things that like uh, uh, like school like uh, uh, RAs lanyard. have. Like not not a lanyard. It's like uh, that, those plastic springy curly yeah. things, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, with a key card hanging off of it. Key fob. No. No, it's a key card. Not a key fob. Um. Not a key frog, whatever that is. <laughs> this is getting weird. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, uh, and she has uh, like leather holsters on her chest uh, for her, her two guns. She found a second one. Either side office. of the titties. Either side of the boba. Uh, Linus uh, enters because <laughs> he's been standing outside. A uh, little bit little bit funny of him. Uh, he comes inside and he's like, Oh, we, oh is it? Do we have code purple? He's like, we don't have code purple, Lannis. We got ourselves a full-on code green. He's like, oh, I'll go get it. And he uh, <laughs> turns to walk towards the kitchen. Um, Aaron. Yes? You've pretty much finished remembering the last week. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, I... That... Uh, I... Uh, he just kind of curls up into a ball in the corner... Um, and he's like, I need to find Klimbo. Linus walks up to you. He's like, you were holding in all right there, kiddo. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, no, no, not at all. Yeah, that's, come, come here. And he like reaches down and picks you up in his big bear arms and like lifts you and gives you a big old hug. <laughs> lifting you off the ground. Oh, he accepts it. Like there, there. We got a code green, Aaron. You haven't been here long enough. Do know what that means, but it's bad. It's bad. Gives you a big old hug. Sits you back down. Ah, so, uh, here you go. And he hands you a like a like a bat. Keep yourself safe, kiddo. And he pats you on the head. <laughs> he um takes a little key out of his shirt pocket and sticks it into a little hole in the wall that you didn't even notice was there, and turns it from the ceiling. Descends, uh, uh, the ceiling panels fall down onto the floor. And from that hole descends a stainless steel, like, table. Um, it's about the dimensions of, like, a 
operating table, and on it is a long, um, shiny chrome like tube. It looks kind of it looks like a like a bazooka. It comes to a point on one end, and it's kind of flange. It has these glowing uh, circles all over the tip of it. He's like, oh, I got the thing, Kev. She's like, good stuff. Uh, you're going to want to keep that on you, bud. He's like, yes, ma'am. And he picks the thing up, and he holds it over his shoulder and starts staring out the window. Kavena walks to the center of the room with her key fob. He's like, Aaron, honey, I want you to come over here. Come here, baby. And she, like, holds her arm out for you to snuggle into, I guess. He kind of waddles over. She sticks the key card into the floor. And like an ATM machine, it accepts the card. The whole room glows green. There's a beep, beep, beep. And one of the floor tiles descends down a bit, followed by another floor tile descending down a bit, until creating a spiral staircase down into a basement that you didn't even know was there. Aaron, down there is 51C. Who cleans that? <laughs> Aaron, that place is self-cleaning. Oh. <laughs> Brad, he, he looks impressed. He's like... Brad, go on first. Jobs. Linus, you stay up here. Mr. Stanford, gotcha. you stay up here. Aaron, you come with me what down the in there. Name? The other one? Was her name Trixie? Uh, Trixie's not here right now. Oh, Trixie's what's going dead. Yeah, that's actually as he starts walking down the stairs, he he kind of pauses for a second. He goes, "Wait, what about what about Trixie?" Oh, uh, t- she's not like part of any of this. Oh, but, but, but people are gonna die up there, shouldn't we? Ah, uh, you can go look for Trixie if you want, honey. Ah, uh, I got more important shit right now. Why don't you come with us? We're going down. We're going downstairs. I want you to see this. Okay. Uh, you guys, the he feels morally bad. Yeah, he, but this character that you've forgotten until now? Yeah, <laughs> Brad wouldn't have forgotten, and he kind of liked Trix. He was a good, she was a friend. Yeah, she so, brought him coffee. So mm-hmm. he's kind of a little, he's not happy. Don't of. worry, she is coming back. Good. I haven't forgotten about her. Okay, he, well, he kind of feels morally wrong that we grabbed her, so he's walking down the stairs. Right. With his, with his shout gown. Um, you guys walk down a couple of these spirals of stairs, and at the end... There's a another like steel door, and it's kind of like a reinforced door. And there's a little uh, little um, hole in the wall that opens up, and the card comes through there. He's like, uh, Aaron, uh, do you want to do it? Uh, okay. Here, take this. Put it right up against there, baby. Yeah, you got it. And it goes, and the door opens. Some steam kind of comes out. This is our real base of operations, boys. Come on in. You enter the room. Along the walls are rows of um, screens and scanning devices and uh, pictures of of brains and little pieces of, like, unbuilt antenna uh, pieces and dishes. And the room is about 30 feet wide, 40 feet long. There are a couple of doors that go into other parts of it. It's like... So, when we do all the brain scanning, uh, measuring people, uh, this is where that happens. Uh, kind of like right underneath. And, uh, I haven't been down here in a while, but, uh, we call it The Bunker. So, welcome, The Bunker. I, I haven't been here since I was little. And uh, Mr. Stanford calls from uh, above, he's like, do I like it? Do I like my place? Do you like the bunk? Do you like? Do you like it, Aaron? Uh, uh, it's kind of sterile. Brad, you like it? Sterile's good. This place looks fucking sick. Thanks, I made it. You made it? It's my work. <laughs> That's my make You made it bus. nice. So you guys enter into the bunker. I'm now going to give you free reign to explore this area, and I'm going to give you like. Five minutes before shit's gonna actually hit the fan. Uh, you go first. Okay. Um, Aaron, uh, actually, I don't, I think he's a little overwhelmed with this. Um, and so as a result, he's gonna kind of just be staring around and like gazing over things, but he wants to, uh, make a call. A phone call? Yes. Uh, he wants to call his dad. 
okay, why don't you go ahead? What does your dad sound like? Um, well, I don't know. he's Hispanic, uh, so I just don't do just, that. Just a regular American, okay. sounding accent. <laughs> just he's from Texas. You could make him also okay. like, yeah. All right. Um. Hello. Oh, uh, Dad. Uh, what's up, kid? Um, I'm a little, I'm a little busy right now. Yeah, I know. Um, I just, I, I wanted to call you. Things have been very rough recently. Is, is, is Kevin like treating you right? Oh, no, we're, we're fine. Um. Like, I don't need to come up there, do No, no, you're good. I can, I can, I can make time. Like, don't. Like, I can come up. I, no, I, I get that. Uh, it's fine. Listen, I got, I got a, I got a thing coming up pretty soon. I wouldn't mind, you know, flying you down here. You can come and, you can come watch. You can get the front row seats. You know, maybe a little time away from mom would be nice. Yeah, I've been to those with you, Dad. Um, uh, I can't really do that right now. Let's just say things have gotten quite busy yeah no i i get you're busy with school you know you're doing all your all your stuff you you got your job and like but like you don't gotta you don't you won't have to pay for ticket like i'll pay for the ticket like it's okay like if you ever need to get away from mom for a bit like i i understand like i understand how she can be you know like like you can come down like i'll i'd be happy no um i i I just wanted to call you because I'm going to be, I'm probably not going to be able to call you for quite a long time. Um, it's, what is, what is, what is this? I, um, it's just a lot of, a lot of work that needs to be done. So I just, oh, I oh wanna, my God, what the hell is that? And it cuts out. <sighs> oh no. He starts crying. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Your, your, your mom was kind of staring at you during this phone call. Um, she comes over and she gives you a, a hug too. This this is two hugs for Aaron. <laughs> Why did you like, look at me when you said that? You're like, I was just looking at you because you're one of the players uh, that of the game that I'm GMing. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> she's like, I, I know, baby. He he don't listen. Come here. You uh, want to just sit down here for a bit? There's a cot. You wanted to sit in a cot for a bit? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good idea. All right. Um, but Brad, you, you just look around. I'm sure there's something in here for you. You can just, like, grab whatever you think you need. Ooh, Brad. Oh, yeah. Um, Stanford. He's like, yeah, what's up? Well, where's, uh, where's your prototype? Prototype? Oh, shit. Uh... Yeah, left door, uh, in the bathroom, in the medicine cabinet. Alright, Brad, uh, why don't you, why don't you get, I think you'll like it. Okay, I'll go check it out. That's why I want, Brad wanted to talk to Kavana, but he's not going to now. That'd be uh, weird timing. It would be and really inappropriate. bad timing, yeah. <laughs> He picked up on that, he was like, he was like, I should go, uh, see how she, oh, bad time. <laughs> the <laughs> world's ending, let's fuck. <laughs> no, that's not, hey, no. no. I know getting, you're having a little thing with your ex-husband, but like I'm pretty like look what I'm wearing right now. Like, <laughs> he was gonna like say he was gonna say something nice and be like, "Hey, listen," but he's like, "Ah, not good time." So he goes into the door on the left. Yeah, you you enter the door on the left. As as you walk up to it, it goes and uh, opens up automatically. Fancy, fancy. Oh, I thought it was the Columbo noise. I was like, "Oh, no, no, that's." So you open up the medicine cabinet. Yes. Peer inside, and the thing that you find is is wild. It's chromed out metal, just like the thing that Linus has, but it's it looks kind of like a bop it. <laughs> it's it, nah, no, maybe more like a camera. It looks a little bit like a big antique camera. It's got two handles on the sides, right? It's rectangular. It's about a foot wide, maybe two feet wide, and a couple inches uh, deep, right? But it's a rectangle. And you can grab it with two hands in front of you, kind of like a steering wheel almost. Okay. And in the center is this chrome circle with a glowing green light spinning 
right? It's kind of like a ring with uh, two handles on the side, and you hold it out in front of you. It's got two little buttons on the top. Uh, one of the buttons has a little piece of tape label labeled on it that says uh, kill, and the other side says big kill. And you hold this thing, and when it touches your hands, it starts to feel really warm, and it goes... Oh. So it's like a... You hold it. Holding it. And so it would go out this way. Just straight out. What do you mean straight up? Like, if I was to hold it like this, yeah. it would just be like that way. Okay. In an audio format, what you're saying is nothing. He is he is holding his hands as if he is imagining jail bars right now. Yeah. Yes. In the physical space. And then he's trying to use the Z-axis horizontal with the ground to point outwards. Yeah. You you hold it like two bar. Imagine two jail bars, and they have a metal ring in between that has a little spinning light. Oh, okay. The, yeah. Oh, so there is no tube. That There's goes no forward. tube. Okay, it's just it's just a flat. It is flat it is it is um, flatter than it is long. You if you someone were to call it a gun, you'd be they'd, no one would call that a gun. So he has no idea what this is then. No. So he walks out with it, and he's like, "What up?" Uh, Whoa, whoa! Don't point that here. Point it down. Point it down. Which, well, I, uh, Put it down. He places it. Don't point that at a living, breathing thing. What is What is that? That's Stanford's dragon. The dread? Is it like a... What is it? Does it kill things? It it does kill... It kills things rats I good. saw there was kill and big kill written on it. Do not press big kill. What, what does that do? I was told never to press it by Mr. Stanford. He said never press it. Mr. Stanford? Yep. What does Big Kill do? <laughs> it does Big Kill. What? No, but like, what exactly? Like, is it going to hurt me? Um, If you're standing behind it, no. I'll keep that in mind. It's like, so what I'm getting, if I pick this, how do I know which way is the right way? Uh, one of the well, it's pretty. It's pretty clear to tell the side with the glowing light shines um, in front of you. Oh, okay. So he's like, okay. So if I hit a button, I'm not gonna do it. It's gonna shoot something. Uh, I'm sure you'll get a chance to find out. Um, I think we. Well, I think we got contact. Uh, Kev, can you come back up here? Okay. So Brad, just, he's in there with this fucking thing. Yeah. He goes, Aaron, you uh, how you doing there, buddy? Aaron, I'll I'll be back, honey. You stay down here, Mister Mister Chandler. Uh, don't point that at my kid. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll love you, baby. Put this. He actually puts it on his whole his the thing he has the yeah. There's a little strap on it. He's actually on his bandolier. He just kind of clips it on. So yeah, kind of hanging there. But like the buttons are not. They have lids that go over them like a nuclear launch button. Yeah, he he's not gonna press me. He walks over. Goes, so uh, Aaron, are you uh, how you doing there, buddy? He places a hand on his shoulder. Don't touch me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. I'll, uh, should I just, uh, leave you alone? <laughs> Ethan decided to bring out his phone and just start blasting something. Okay. I, Brad, I don't, I don't know what I'm even doing anymore. I honestly, I don't know what I'm doing either, kid. He sits down next to you. I thought I, I thought I was helping. I thought I was fixing something. I had this little alien. His name's Klimbo. It's a nice name. He was so nice. Was he a different alien? He wasn't these mind aliens, no. But he was cute and, and nice and, and we got along. Even though we couldn't speak to each other in a language, kinda. Um, but, uh, I just spent so much time trying to hide him, and they just took him away. So, those, the fake men took him away. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe if we, uh, that thing outside, maybe we'll get him back. I mean, if I, we... I wanna, I wanna add in, um, narratively, sure, but that is also a whack thing to assume. <laughs> that is a crazy <laughs> thing to assume, but, um, but yeah. <laughs> you know, he's, he was around the house. He was a slippery little devil, you know? Yeah. Um, I, kn I know you don't have any kids, Brad. Um, but, um, I don't know how to raise anything. And you seem to have more parental 
experience than me somehow. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> maybe I don't know if I'd say that. If I if I get Klimbo back, will you will you help me? Yeah, yeah, I'd help you. Okay. What do what do aliens eat? Like, what do they? Eat? I don't okay. fucking know. Probably brains. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. He kind of laughs a little bit. It'll be starving if they try to eat bread. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, you hear Mister Stanford call from upstairs. Uh, you two boys, uh, Brady, come on up. Uh, Aaron, is this one yours? Huh? Well, let's go up then. And then he starts walking up. They walk up. All right. So he's pulled back the curtains of the uh, big window that points onto the um, back parking lot. The uh, place that you, you crashed is visible. Right? That's kind of the sight. But you look out into the sky and... All you can see is this big, like way bigger than any of your replicas, um, covered in machinery and piping and way up in the stratosphere. So big, it like bigger than any cloud you've seen. The circular metal machine hovering in it in the air. And you can see all the sand in the desert is like being blown away from this thing, despite how high up it is. And a little beam of green light. Uh, shining into the middle of the parking lot where you see after many many days of not having him is your little Klimbo sitting there in the middle of the parking lot covered in this green light and he goes what the hell is that thing and you recognize this particular smell it smells like um like um pancake batter okay and that's like that's a happiness one. That's a happy one. Okay. Um, and he like bounces up and down a little bit. He's like, Brad's gonna look at Mr. at Stanford. Like, Mr. Stanford, is this the somewhere after here? Uh, no, I know this one. This is a this one's a spy. Oh. What what one of one of ours? Uh, I don't know. Um. I just know that this particular species is used for recon stuff. Uh, he's probably rooting around somewhere. He's in here a couple of days ago, trying to trying to find something, beam back his uh, findings to the mothership, that kind of deal. Be the huh? Don't look, don't look hostile. Brad, um, keep that uh, keep that weapon ready. Okay. And he kind of clips and he. Whoa! No, not uh, inside a building. <laughs> Put that down. Nope, not inside. It back on. Not indoors. I was not gonna hit the button. I got covers. I know it's got covers. Don't take whip it out indoors. Jesus, gotcha, Mr. Stan. I'm sorry, Mr. Stan. It's okay. I love you too, baby. Gives him a little kissy. No, you don't. <laughs> Aaron's already left the building. Okay. Very slowly, gonna walk up to Klimbo. Brad follows and then unclips it and takes it out. <laughs> um. You can smell, and you do get this reading. And, and this one, unless you want to make some kind of roll to be absolutely sure, um, you would assume this is Klimbo. This is actually him. 